Would you like to win and achieve success at what you do? Welcome to the Winner's Ways podcast, where we create winners every day. And now your host, the author of Winner's Ways book and life coach, Bola Alabi. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Winner's Ways podcast. As you know already, this show is about how to optimize your money so that your money will work for you and how to live your best life. I'm excited today uh, because I have a guest, uh, Dave Mason, is going to be joining us today and we will be talking about his book, Cash Machine. There's a lot that we are going to learn uh, from talking with Dave today. And I hope that you guys will find this uh, beneficial. So, hey, Dave, how are you? Doing great. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, can you please introduce yourself to my uh, audience? Absolutely. So my name is Dave Mason. I'm originally from the U.S., but I now live in Jerusalem. And actually now we're fleeing lockdown in, in Jerusalem. I'm now on the Indian Ocean down in South Africa having a great trip with my family. But I'm very into teaching through story. So for me, if I've, there's something I personally want to learn about that I think there's no better way than to actually write a book. That's what I like to do. And I love writing novels on subjects. So a few years ago, I was really struggling with financial issues. And it wasn't from lack of earning money. I'd earned plenty of money, but I realized I'd made a lot of stupid choices with my money because I didn't know how money worked. And so I decided I wanted to spend, take a real deep dive into really learning money, really understanding money. And so I started writing a novel. The novel is called The Cash Machine. I wound up writing it together with, with my wife. And in The Cash Machine, you literally learn hundreds of different financial lessons all through the narrative of the characters in the book. And through learning that, I just had to get myself a really strong financial education. And we've dramatically changed our lives as a result of everything we've been learning. And so, so to have a number of our readers. So it's been exciting to put out this book and to really start teaching people about all the different ways they can make their money start working for them. Awesome. I, I think, Dave, I completely resonate with your uh, approach here. I myself, uh, many years ago, I found myself in this uh, financial challenge. And um, my story, because I also wrote about uh, uh, Power to Hand, uh, which is a book about money. And in that book, I shared my experience with people. But I particularly like the way uh, you framed your book. Uh, you want to teach people by telling stories. And I think that that will be uh, applicable uh, in this uh, era. So what is cash machine? What do you mean by cash machine? Great question. So the cash machine is defined as really, think about it as a machine that pumps out money. In fact, my cover designer, I told him I wanted to think of like a, a Dr. Seuss type machine that's just generating and pumping out money. And that's what we have on the cover of, of the book. But the analogy is all about creating passive income sources. 
So one of the big problems I had in my life is I was doing fine financially when I was just went into business and little by little, my business started making more money and more money. And I was doing great until my business started making a lot more money than I needed to live on. And that doesn't sound like a big problem, but it was because I didn't know how to intelligently make decisions about what to do with my money. And so I wound up really losing a lot of that money and being stressed by having all this extra money. And soon, rather than having excess money, I had debt because of really stupid decisions I wound up making. Now, had I known then what I know now, what I would have done is I would have been diverting my active income. You know, the, the, the internet marketing area that I was making money in, you know, it changes so fast. I saw businesses like mine collapse overnight as, you know, there are search engine algorithm changes or things change. So I knew that I was making a lot of pass of active income, but I knew it could go away in a heartbeat. So had I known then what I know now, I would have taken my excess active income and I would have taken it and used it to build passive income sources. Things like investing in real estate properties that could have brought in monthly rent that wouldn't have taken a lot of my time, but would have had a very low risk, reliable source of income. So a cash machine is basically a machine that spits out money without you having to work. It's an analogy that is applied to your portfolio of passive income source, income generating sources. And that's much of what we, we encourage people to do is to pursue the goal of financial independence. You hit financial independence when your passive income exceeds your cost of living, meaning that if your COVID hits and suddenly the next day you find yourself out of work and you have no reliable source of income, no jobs that you can go work at, it doesn't matter because you've still got enough money to support yourself coming in without you having to work for it. So that's the idea of the cash machine. That's good. Uh, I'm, and I'm sure you know this already. Uh, when the COVID hit uh, the United States, I think uh, in March of 2020, uh, millions of people overnight they lost their jobs. And uh, I know many of these people, they've been hearing about passive income, passive income. But I also know that many are doubtful of this uh, income building uh potential, right? They don't know how to start. They don't know where to start from. So let's say you are talking to a 25-year-old guy today. How can anyone, how can they start building their passive income portfolio? It's a great question. And first of all, there's really two sides of the financial independence question. There's how much passive income you bring in, but there's also how much money you need to live on. Because if you're able to cut your living costs in half, you're able to reduce the amount of passive income you need in order to be financially independent. So the two really go hand in hand of saying, how can I spend a small portion of my active income and be investing a large amount of that? So one of the top things I, I like to look at is housing. Most people's number one expense is housing. So a great way of doing a passive income source is something called a house hack. The house hack takes advantage of some very funny laws around housing in the United States, which says that if I wanted to buy a rental property in the United States, and I was not going to live there, I was just going to buy it to rent, I'd need a lot of money in order to buy it. I'd need probably to have at least 25% down 
and I'd have a fairly high interest rate on that property because it would be a commercial loan and commercial loans are higher. But if I was going to live in that property, I could buy the same property with a much smaller amount, amount down. There's a federal housing authority loan of a 3.5%, which is very, very low. And you can get even, even less through some programs. And the interest rate would also be lower. So the cost of buying a house that you're going to live in is much lower than the cost of buying a house that you want to make as a rental. Now, what the house hack does is it says, buy more house than you need and rent it out to cover all of your expenses. So another funny wrinkle about US housing law says that a property can have up to four apartments in it and the entire thing is considered to be your primary residence and the entire thing can be under a primary residence mortgage, which is very low cost to get into and low interest. So there are people who will buy a, you know, it has to be one property. So you'll buy like a big house that has, it's cut into multiple apartments, live in one of them either take one of them exclusively for yourself, or even if you're a single person of like 25, like you were saying, maybe even have roommates in your apartment and then rent out the other apartments. And suddenly you've brought your housing costs down to zero because all of your, your tenants are paying, paying all of the costs. And they're also paying down the mortgage. So you're building in, you're building up um, all of this equity, the amount of debt that you owe in the house is going down Usually the housing market appreciates over time. So the price, the value of the property is probably going up. Rents go up over time. So in future years, you'll be bringing in more rent, but mortgages stay the same. So your, your costs will not go up at the, same, at the same pace. So it's a good way to bring in passive income. And then the crazy thing is you can do this every single year. You can get a new primary residence mortgage every single year. And the the fact that you've moved from property A to property B and then from property B to property C doesn't mean that property A has to stop being on a primary residence mortgage. So you can have three houses, four houses, five houses, if every year you wind up moving for a few years, that they're all on this really inexpensive primary mortgage. And the primary residence mortgage, they're all cheap and they're all bringing you money. And so that's a really easy way to go. Now, one of the big mistakes people make with housing is they buy too much house. They buy a lot of house to live in. We made this mistake. We were, you know, only had, we had, had one young child and we wanted to like buy a big house because we were hoping to have a large family and we put all this money into a house and suddenly we were living in like a giant house and we were only using a small percentage of it. So we were paying all the costs every month to keep going a major house going. And the fact that it was going up in value didn't really help us because, you know, it's supposed to be a, it wasn't supposed to be a place we were selling. So that was, we became what we call house poor. But if you're doing this, you're doing the house hack, you're doing the opposite. You're living in only a small portion of the property. You're renting it out. You could also do this, by the way, with even a single, doesn't, a single residence doesn't happen to happen, doesn't have to be multiple apartments. I know some people who will buy a big house, like a five bedroom house, you know, single person, and then rent out, live in one bedroom and rent out four bedrooms to, to four other people. And the rent they get from those four, again, brings in passive income, reduces their housing costs often to nothing and builds equity over time. So that's, I'd say, the number one place to start because your housing is already your top expense. So if you can find a passive income source that simultaneously knocks away your biggest expense category, that's fabulous. It also, by the way, hits your second biggest expense category because the second biggest expense is taxes and housing has tremendous tax breaks as well. 
Wow. You see, uh, Dave, I've never thought of it this way in terms of the house hack that you just explained. I myself, I own uh, a piece of rental property, and you are totally correct. The interest rates on my uh, investment property is higher than the interest rate that I'm paying on my primary mortgage. And you are correct. If I, uh, let's say I, I, I had bought a multi-family kind of uh, building and I locked in my interest rates, after some few years, if I move to another uh, property, I cannot go back to the bank and say, hey, by the way, come and increase my interest rates. It's not possible. So absolutely, I, I get what you're saying. Um, so when you talk about financial independence and uh, how people can uh, make money work for, for them, what do you think is the major factor that can help people, that can help anyone to become financial independence? That's one. And two, do you think everyone and anyone can become financial uh, independent? Great question. So let's hit number one first. The number one factor by far is education. There's this character in the book, The Cash Machine, who makes this guarantee. You know, he's talking to this guy, Dylan, and Dylan's in college. He doesn't know what path he wants to take. He thinks he probably wants to be, go to law school or business school or something along those lines. And, you know, he asks him, how many hours are you going to work in your lifetime if you, prefer, if you pursue one of these careers? And, you know, the average American works about 90,000 hours throughout their career. And if you go into business or law or medicine, something that's really intensive, you could be working easily 120,000 hours over the course of your career. And Luther makes this guarantee. He says, if you spend 1,000 of those hours learning about money, you can eliminate 80,000 hours that you actually need to earn it. And it's amazing to me that we never get financial educations, middle school, high school, college, grad school. They're always preparing you for a career to be able to earn money and never once teaching you anything about what to do with the money you earn. So I see people make incredibly dumb financial choices all the time. And I see people work so hard to earn a living, both in school and in their jobs, and put almost zero effort into learning how to handle that thing at work So the number one tip I have for people is to get yourself an education. Go out there and learn everything you can. What I've tried to do with the cash machine, it's not going to be, you know, it's a novel and it covers hundreds of different different areas of financial education. So it can't go in depth really in many of them at all. But what I want to do is at least expose people to all these different areas that they should know about. And some will be completely irrelevant to them and they can just read once and know it exists and ignore it. And some will be like, ah, that's it. That's the area I need to pursue. And this book won't do it for them. But once they know about this area, they can easily go and research it online, read other books, take other courses. There's going to be so much, there's so much information out there, some of it for free, some of it not for free. But I just want to expose people to all the different areas so that they can at least start the journey of their education. So number one, you need to get an education. Number two, can everybody be financially independent? I really believe yes. And when I say everybody, you know, I'm looking at assuming, you know, a certain amount of of intelligence, a certain amount of work ethic, you know, an average 
person, I'd say there's some people who maybe, you know, have certain disabilities that they wouldn't be able to, to get themselves there. But like for the 95th percentile, the 98th percentile, like pretty much just about everyone I think can absolutely get there. In fact, we try to, we have beliefs that everyone should get there. You know, people think like when they retire, they will have enough money coming in. The whole idea of retirement is that you're financially independent, that you no longer have to be working. So what this is doing is saying, take steps to get yourself to the point where you're ready for retirement earlier so that you get that financial pressure off your shoulders. And from that point on, you can work if you choose to work, or you can work in a passion area that might pay less. But really, it's not about how much money you make. We're not talking about financial independence being something that only the top 10% of earners or the top 20% of earners can achieve. It's really about what you do with the money that you make. And there are so many people who've hit financial independence on minimum wage salaries because they spend their money really intelligently. And we look at all these different ways that you can be doing that. Again, the house hack, that's a way that it doesn't take a lot of money. There's government, government subsidies out there to help people be able to buy homes even without making a tremendous amount. And if you can, doing the house hack methodology, if you, you know, live in a small amount and you get roommates and you get other people to be paying, paying rent, then your rental costs, your housing costs can go to almost zero. So once you start doing that, more and more of your money can start going towards creating income sources. And I've seen people become financially independent without having astronomical salaries at all. And they've been able to do it if they started in their 20s, they've been able to hit it within five years. Absolutely. So I purposefully ask that question because that's the message that I preach to my audience that, hey, with careful planning, discipline, and focus, anyone can become financial, uh, financial independent. They just have to want it because I know that many people here, especially here in the United States, they spend money that they, they don't have. You know, it's too easy here in the U.S. to go into debt. Uh, we have all this uh, astronomical level of debt in this society. You talk about student loan debt. You talk about credit card debt. All these debts, they are in trillions. And I'm trying to teach people that if you start developing financial, uh, if you gain financial education and you become financially disciplined, you can definitely, with good planning, become financially free uh, before you retire. So thank you very much for, for sharing that. So one, one question, why did you write this book? What do you aim to achieve with, with this book? So the number one goal of the book, truthfully, was to get myself a financial education and to get myself in a better financial footing. Like I was the number one customer for this book and I knew that I'd get a better education if I was researching money to write a book than I would if I was just trying to research money on its own without any kind of deliverable. You know, in order to tell the story, I needed to dive in so much deeper than I would if I was just trying to get answers to questions about my own financial financial areas. So that's number one. Two, I just love teaching through stories. And it's really my life mission to I say my life mission is to learn, grow and teach, learning new subjects, growing from them, applying these lessons to myself and teaching them onto others. To me, I see so much destructive behavior around money. 
And I see so much misery around money. And one of the reasons the book came out as a love story is because money is one of the top causes of divorce. It's one of the most, and one of the top causes of, of strife, even in those marriages that, that make it. And I see just a lot of misery and a lot of unhappiness around money. And I wanted to be able to remove that. I wanted to be able to give people the tools so that they can live happier lives, more fiscally responsible lives, healthier lives. That's totally right. Uh, money is uh, one of the top causes of uh, marriage breakdown uh, here in the in the states. Um, so, what do you do during your leisure time? I know you are traveling right now. You are in South South Africa. So, what are you doing out there? Uh, we're having we're having a great time. So, South Africa has also right after we got here, Corona absolutely spiked here. So they've been on a bit of a lockdown, but it hasn't affected us too much. So we haven't been interacting with people for the most part, but we've been spending a lot of time in national parks. We've been trying to rent places on the water and spend a lot of time in the water, doing a lot of hiking. And also like, to some extent, I never really stopped working. For me, being, a, being an author and being, being a businessman, I, I can work from, from anywhere. So I'm still working on, on books. I'm working on promoting my books. I'm working on writing new books currently working on a nonfiction book called Hurry Up and Fail that I'm putting the finishing touches on. And to me, it's just wanting to come and be and write and take my family into a really beautiful place to put myself into a really strong environment. And partially that's, this trip is really, it's partially the rewards of what we've learned from the cash machine. You know, when I started researching this book, no way we would have been able to to take a trip like this one, but we've, thank God we've seen some shifts in our financial picture and we've been able to come down here and live incredibly inexpensively. We chose to, to come down to a country where the economy is very different, where you can, it's one of the lessons we teach in the cash machine as well is that, you know, if you want to be having a certain lifestyle, you want to be, be having these incredible adventures, you can often get them very inexpensively. So we came down to this, this country where we're able to, to live for an absolute fraction of the cost of what we are back home. You know, we're able to rent out our place and actually where we live and cover a huge portion of the costs of, of this trip and be able to go and have an adventure and have that freedom. And partially that comes from not having to show up every day into a job and having to, to be answering answerable to anybody else about what, what I do with my time. That's, that's good. So uh, where can people get your book? So first of all, I'm happy to give away copies of The Cash Machine for free to all of your listeners, and they can get it by going to buildmycashmachine.com, buildmycashmachine.com, and please download a free copy and check out the book. And from there, you can you can see our other books and what we're up to, to elsewhere, but I just want to get it out there to as many people as possible. Hey, Dave, thank you very much for that uh, generous offer from you. Because I started checking out your book, uh, The Cash Machine, A Tale of Passion, Persistence, and Financial Independence. I was going to just get my own copy after this interview because I love reading and I'm I'm an author myself. So I was just going to go get my copy. But thank you very much for that offer, I'm going to download a copy as well. Uh, I want to learn from that story. Uh, you know, the way most bo- uh, 
books on money. It's about uh, maybe uh, they are nonfiction, right? Uh, they tell how you can maybe save money and earn more money. But I want to read from your perspective using story to teach people how to generate passive income. Hey, Dave, thank you very much for your time today. Uh, I know that uh, my audience, they will find this information beneficial. Other than that, how can uh, more people, how can they connect with you to continue to learn uh, from you and see more of your work? Do you have a so, website or, some, or somewhere they can? The best, the best way is through, is through my various books. So I've got four books at this point, The Cash Machine, and there's one called The Size of Your Dreams, which teaches also a novel, teaches people how to manifest their goals and has all these tools for how to bring your dreams into reality. You can get a free copy of that one at thesizeofyourdreams.com. And then I've got a series of biblical fiction called The Age of Prophecy. I happen to be an Orthodox rabbi on the side. And so I really love reading about and writing about the period, the biblical period. And this series actually takes place in the time of the prophet Elijah and really tries to bring the biblical world to life. That's at the age of prophecy.com. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to uh, going or coming to Jerusalem uh, someday. Uh, I, I know it's a very, very beautiful city and I would like to see uh to learn more about that city. So, hey, Dave, it's uh, awesome to have you on the show today. Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, we do hope uh, you continue to thrive and continue to spread the message of financial independence so that more people through your message will be able to attain that peace that they need managing their money. Thank you. Thank you. This episode of Winner's Ways podcast has come to a close. We hope you enjoy and learn something from today's show. We want you to win and excel in all areas of your life. And we regularly explore and share information with our listeners to empower them to win. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast for more tips and strategies to help you find the success that you've always dreamt of. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you more podcast episodes to empower you. We will love to have you again next week. Now, keep winning. Thank <laughs> you.